0: You can tell her, you can
1: tell her anything, she's a real good listener, you can tell her anything. Hey guys, it's Teresa, the host of You Can Tell Me Anything. This is the podcast where I have comedians confess something they've never told anyone before, uh, and uh, I was going to say an aka, but I forgot it. No, I didn't. I had some people submit them to me. And uh, one of them was Nice Tea, which I thought was cute. So if you guys have more, please submit them. I would love to have an AKA. But for now, I'm just Teresa. Or Tea Money. That's what I used to call myself in middle school. It was pretty embarrassing. I don't know why I told you guys that. Anyways, if you guys want to confess, there is a voicemail. You can leave me a message, 323-388-3521. Love hearing from you guys. Or email me at tellmeanythingpod at gmail.com. But I'm really excited today because I've got a great guest. Uh, She just moved here from New York City. She's super funny. She has her own podcast called Crazy... Semicolon in bed on the UCB Podcast Network. It's Alyssa Limparis. Hey, Team Money. What's up? You called yourself <laughs>
0: Team Money in middle school.
1: I did. That's like OG. Oh that is.
0: <sighs> that's before.
1: Yeah. I was kind of like annoying. I mean, I'm in the kind. Well, I maybe still am. But um <laughs> I was like, kind, I was grew up in the Bay. You know, like exactly what you would think. Just like thought you know i don't know i'd like you know listen to a lot of rap music with my windows down thinking i was so cool and no you I'm were like so cool that is so
0: cool middle school i was like i still i couldn't like watch full house it wasn't even allowed
1: <laughs> in my home <laughs> you were low right i mean that's yeah you're very cool <laughs> i i think that i i think some may say it was maybe appropriating but um that's nice <laughs> that you said it was cool um <laughs> oh
0: no for sure appropriating
1: but still yes um but, you know, you know, I, I think I moved past that. Yes, uh, you were young. Yep, you know. Well, anyways, <laughs> how are you doing today?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I've, yes, I've had a lot of coffee. Okay, good. Um, cool.
1: I slept in late. Great. Yeah. That's a nice feeling. It That's is a, a good nice Saturday. feeling. I yeah. started, feel, I've been feeling like I'm always running late lately, and I think I need to just calm down and be like, it's okay, because wherever you are, there you are, and and uh, and be in the moment. But but it's been kind of tough. I feel I do have, like, a very long list of things to do that feel like they're never going to end, and so I'm constantly like, oh, no, I I'm behind. And I think I just... And I've been falling asleep in the middle of doing stuff because I'll <laughs> like, try to stay up till 2 a.m., and I can't, and I'll fall asleep, and I'll be like, I'm late. I woke up late. So I think it's just, you know, I just need a breath. Yeah, well,
0: this time of year is the worst because, like, there's always the lingering feeling of, like, there's probably, m- like, more stuff you could do for the holidays mm-hmm. or, like, the year's ending, and so all your goals for the year. Like, I think this time of year... Puts the gas on like yeah. Oh, there's so much shit I have to do.
1: Yeah, one of my friends sent me a picture of her like de- she lives in a house with um. her husband and the, she like decorated her dining room table with like this beautiful, you know, holiday kind of arts and crafts like sp- I don't know what it's even called spread setup. Yeah, spread. yeah it's yeah. just like a beautiful like white tree in the middle of the center pe- like, right, like it's should belong outside. Like, Napkins like that yes. are all embroidered. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, I'm behind. I need to like b- I need to decorate my house. I need to buy a house. I need to, to yeah. To get a house. I, I need to buy a house. I need to have a different life right yeah. now. <laughs> I'm
0: so behind. No, I know. This time of year is very yeah, and you do. You see people's families, you see a lot of people I feel like get engaged. It's just yeah. like a
1: I do like seeing engagements because that, that doesn't feel I'm not at a point where I feel like I need to be engaged or want to be engaged. So when I see that, it makes me happy. But I could see how that may feel frustrating for someone who is maybe trying to get engaged. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We're trying. My boyfriend. <laughs> like and we're we're trying. trying. Oh, my God. That's so <laughs> funny. Trying, that's a yes. great joke. <laughs> Put um, it in your pocket. Yes. Okay.
0: Um, yeah. No. Uh, On the whole, it's just, I I think, you know, it's just a time of year that is particularly shiny. And so if you're not feeling super shiny or if you're feeling like, it can be a little bit, yeah, just a reminder of like, oh, shit, I'm not. But I agree. You know, I think L.A. is helpful. I lived in New York for so long and I live right near the Grove. Oh, yeah. And I have found going to the Grove and looking at that big ass tree and all the lights and the trolley, it really makes me happy.
1: It is very nice. And the music, yeah. Yeah. I heard that some, I don't know if this is true, but the same person who designed it designed... Disneyland or the California Adventure or something that makes sense
0: to me it feels like a Disney it feels like yeah, an adult Disneyland like that. I feel
1: very happy every time I go there yeah yeah people shit on adults loving Disneyland but I fucking love it I constantly want to go yes and I realize that it may mean that I'm stunted in my growth or something sure. but who cares I mean it, we want to be young forever and that's fine and exactly I, you know? we all do yeah before we get too far, I do like to ask my guests for a good confession, because it's just a way to get to know you, and also just to start on a positive note. I like that. Is there anything good you want to say? Well, I'll say this. Now I grew up
0: in near Providence, Rhode Island, and I would avoid going to Thayer Street, because it meant, that was like the cool hip spot. Okay. money you already know. You already know that <laughs> Thayer Street is where it's at. Um, you yeah, know, it was like a very cool part of town, and I never used to go, because I would have to parallel park. <laughs> And I didn't I want to just say it
1: because it was cool, but you're like you're have to
0: parallel park. no, because there was no Uber back then, and like I it you know i mm-hmm. couldn't I couldn't parallel park, and since moving to l a now I am a pro parallel parker wow, i've yeah. adapted i i now no spot is too small, I uh-huh. look at it and I say, bring it on, and I don't care even if it takes me a while i now i parallel park everywhere I go that's great that's b- very empowering I bet it is it's very empowering i feel i feel um like I was always just scared and I'd be like, I can't do it. And I would like have my dad do it or like my brother do it. And now it's like, no, you can do it. Yeah. It's just fear. It's just like, what's stopping me from parallel parking that other people can do? It's not a skill. It's like, I'm right. just scared. Nobody's born with this. Nobody's skill born to with parallel exactly. park. Exactly. It's just fear. I feel like so many things are just fear. And then once you're just like, oh, I'm not afraid of this thing. This is just a thing I can do. It's yeah. like, okay,
1: it's just a thing. That's great. And I, this is what you're saying about just always having your dad or brother do it. It's like that we say have these narratives of ourselves and sometimes they're big ones, but they're also little ones like that where you're like, you just keep telling yourself, oh, I can't parallel park. So then you never try and then you never get it. Um, And it's, it's important to remind yourself like, you can change the narrative whenever you can yes. just stop saying the thing about like people who say like, oh, I'm always late or I'm always this. It's like, well, well you don't be, you don't have to be. Exactly.
0: Yeah, that, that's exactly it. I think moving, yeah, moving here has been very helpful for a lot of those things. I think you can just get into patterns or routines when you're somewhere for a while.
1: And moving here, it's been like, okay, sometimes, yeah that's nice there's yeah. one thing that oh yeah because i i was one of those people who was always saying like i'm always late because i am but i'm trying to actively change it and <laughs> it's funny that i'm saying this today because i w- was late <laughs> sorry <laughs> sammy but um uh but i did but i recently was like okay i'm gonna change this and instead of just being late because i what happens is i also feel like in a way i'm late when i leave early and i book my day so full that to make it on time to something, I have to leave something else early. And that makes me feel like I'm also never present them. Yes. But now I'm like, you know what? I'm just always going to aim to be 15 minutes early to stuff because, uh, and even if that means leaving early from another thing, 15 minutes early, which might be half an hour or whatever early. Right. Because I realize uh, then then I'm valuing someone else's time. And uh, instead of just sitting there, I'm going to now be like, oh, I'll use that time to write jokes. So totally. we'll see how it goes. But this is a very new thing for me where I'm going to try to always be 15 minutes early, which feels like a long time. But if I can do that all the time, then hopefully I'll just change the narrative of, like, the fact that I'm always late. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, I think, oh, God, I think that's a great even resolution of just, like, yeah. Because I, I was... It's not worth the anxiety either. Like anytime I'm late. I think that's it too. Like I feel like I need – like that thing you said about disappointing people. That's at the root Mm -hmm. of a lot of stuff too where it's like I don't want to disappoint these people by leaving a little bit early. But now you're like disappointing yourself by showing up somewhere else late. And so I I don't know. I feel like a big thing I'm learning is I feel a big part of self-care is actually just like self – Care like what's that? What is taking care of yourself? If it means you're disappointing this like one group of people by leaving, okay. Well, you're taking care of yourself. You're never gonna yeah. make everyone happy, so it's like I think you did improv, right? Yeah. You know the thing in improv where it's like you have to take care of yourself before you can have a good scene. Like if you take care of yourself in a scene, you're actually doing a lot for your uh-huh. scene partner. Yeah. Way about life. It's like yeah, if you're show, if you're feeling good about showing up on time, okay.
1: Yeah. Put your yeah. I think that's true, and also eventually. Uh, the goal is to not be scheduling myself so that I have to True. leave early. But I, obviously, like, there's still some backlog of stuff right now. But I think eventually, if that's how I always am, then I'll just train my brain to to schedule my day a little bit yes. more spread out.
0: Do you think that's New York, too? I feel like New York, we were, like, like so, yeah. so packed. I never left a minute undone in New York. So it was, like, there's no point of doing – it's, like, the city's so busy. I'm not going to –
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I had two friends of uh, oh Jared and Chris oh Jared Goldstein and Christine Madonna uh, told me that they every time they see me I'm always like I have to work and they're like oh get away it's contagious (laughs) like but I was like am I is that really how I seem? But and I thought about it I was like I guess I am. I don't really have a lot of just time to do nothing. If someone asks me to do something I have to put in my calendar as if it's like uh like work same I get I, I'm i really bad at committing to like fun plans because mm-hmm. I know that if uh
0: it stresses me out more because I'm like work could come up and I would rather do work yeah
1: yeah yeah were you like that growing up did yes. you have a lot of extracurriculars always
0: I actually have been thinking about this because I got really depressed when I first went to college and I was thinking about like I think it's because I removed all like high school I was just like I was so busy all the time I had no time to think I was just like yeah, I, I ran track and I danced. So it was like every day I would literally go to school. I danced and I
1: well I ran track, but then I quit track to once I got on the competition team to dance.
0: Okay, okay. Well, uh, here comes the <laughs> okay a humble confession from it's you. It
1: is not, it's not <laughs> Co- competition team. Okay. Well, just like at the studio, no, I they had you know, but but oh, it's I like know. such a commitment, and it was the same time as track, so I couldn't do both. So I no, quit track. that's
0: smart. And yeah, I should have. I. How well, did you do both? Well, I wasn't. Co- I didn't. Co- I competed. I think one year, and it was like my very last year. Um, oh, okay, and I, I don't think I would have been able to do that. But just recreational, it was just like I would just go yeah. for an hour
1: and you know That's nice. do whatever. I I can't even. Well, okay. So this has always stuck with me for some reason. That one time, my mom was reading the Chinese newspaper, and she said, "There's this article." I was like young, maybe like, well, I was not young, probably sophomore year of high school. And she was like, "There's a study that says people who." Um, in high school are constantly like overachieving, like booking extracurriculars back to back grow up to be like burnouts and um, <laughs> slackers. And she was like, so you guys should, you know, be really careful about this. And I just remember that cause I just set the tone of like, Oh no, this is yeah. a prophecy. I'm going to just be a slacker as an adult. And I couldn't imagine that. Cause at the time I was so like, everything was back to back. I was always overachieving, yes. like did it well in school and outside of school And I I had this ticking clock in my mind, like one day it's all going to. Yeah. And so I think that fear drove me to still continuously act like that as an adult, even though now I don't need to be that busy. I think I could be more focused and also not a slacker. Yes, totally. But I think, yeah, it's like the
0: fear of relaxing for a second or even saying no to one thing is like well now that's a slippery
1: slope to being a slacker yeah. and it's like
0: no it's not gonna happen but i get i get that that's how i am but too there's also
1: nothing wrong because a slacker is like doing nothing and caring about nothing but there's also nothing wrong with being like i do one thing and i do it really well totally. and i focus and it's i'm quite a bit from there but i'm i'm trying to get a little bit more focused
0: yeah me too i f- and it's yeah i think that that would be helpful but it's hard in our career because you can't also put like
1: well because people are always telling you you're not doing enough i like,
0: know <laughs> oh. And there's always someone who's going to be doing more than you. So that's the thing, too, is, like, I find in L.A., I'm,
1: it's a little easier to just focus on myself. And in New York, we were all on top of each other. So it's like, that yeah. person's
0: doing the – I got to do
1: – yeah. It's not even work stuff that bugs me. The stuff that gets to me the most is when I'm like, that person's a funny comedian. And then I find out, like, also they sew or also – you know? <laughs> and, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how did you learn? Like, I mean, just how do you have the time? You you, you dinner! S- you made dinner. your wedding dress? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Like, I hate this. Like, totally. Or that
0: girl with like, yeah, a dining room spread.
1: It's like, yeah. Oh. yeah. But then I'm like, you're not also allowed to be doing well in comedy. But I'm like, no, that's good for them. They figured it out. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. I know. Well, do you go to therapy?
0: I do go to therapy, but since I've been here, I haven't found a new therapist in LA. So, I still sometimes call my therapist from New York, but oh, that's I need, nice. yeah. It's hard to
1: start too. over because then you've got to fill them in on all the stuff. And I then know. you have to be like, I already did work on this. I'm going to say this. It's going to make you want to talk about it. But don't worry. we have covered this. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think something that's great about therapy is like a therapist can really pick up on your patterns. Oh, So sure. it's less about even sometimes the issue, but it's like they can sense like, no, this is a pattern of behavior you have. So I think that takes a while for a new therapist to pick up on. Yeah. So it's just like, I think therapy is most effective after like, you know, eight weeks or something. But th- that being said, anyone who's listening should go to therapy because I feel like even in the first, just getting it off your fucking chest and having it be like, your problem now, you
1: take it off of me is like right. helpful and a relief. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I hit a wall with my therapist. So now I'm looking for a new one and I've kind of put it on hold, which isn't good. I should probably go, especially on the holidays. But I know. But I do think having someone in who knows you, like, I like having her as a backup. Like, if, Me if she hits the fan, I'm like, I can call her right now. And exactly. Fine, and it's, yeah, it, there's real comfort in, like, when I'm, if you, if, you, if you
0: have a regular therapist and you're, like, panicking or something's going wrong, there's real comfort in being like, I'll just deal with it on, with her on Wednesday mm-hmm. or whatever.
1: Yeah. Do you, um, do you have, like, a confidant in real life that you talk
0: to? Yes. Um, May, who is my co-host of Crazy and uh-huh. Bed Pod, we both deal with a lot of we're both in like recovery for a lot of mental health mm-hmm. stuff and so it's we live two blocks from each other we see each other every day so it's like very helpful to have each oh, other as nice. well yeah and we, we've known each other for a while so we know each other's patterns too and i have my boyfriend who is also we've been together for three
1: years so i have a really good and my mom i have a good support oh, that's system nice. yeah. do you find like with people like may like because you guys know each other so well will you like are you guys like polite about stuff or will you just be like no bitch you're wrong you know? <laughs> like both... are you at that point where oh, you can God. be like you're doing something fucked up
0: and no i think we're too we're both we err on the
1: side of being there <laughs> like we both are
0: so sensitive that we know the other person's sensitive so i think we're always like of course yes don't oh, yes wow.
1: <laughs> that's good too sometimes you need to compartmentalize i have i've I, actually one of my good friends who i kind of got closer with this year is like the kind of person who would just be like yeah, no, that's fucked up. Don't do that. And <laughs> I'll be like, oh, please. Like, why yeah. would you tell me this? But I'm like, you're right. No, that's a great friend to have, too. And
0: I think eventually, probably, we would get to that point with each other. But um if yeah, mostly it's just someone, t- I think being heard and validated is very uh, important, you know? Like, right. just even if it's, un- even if I'm panicking, or even- it's very nice to just hear, I understand that this is, that you're going through this. And then, Once you get validated, I think then you can be like, but also it's probably not that bad. Or like maybe you shouldn't do that, you know? Right. Yeah.
1: Well, that's nice. Um, Yeah. Was there anything you would like to tell me?
0: Well, uh, on this topic, (laughs) when I was a a kid, my best, I was like, I had one best friend and she's still one of my really close friends. And I uh, was sleeping over her house and I hadn't really slept over anyone's house. And I was sleeping over her house and at like maybe I don't I don't know it probably I'm thinking 2 a.m it's probably like 9 pm <laughs> I remember getting up and being like Kayla I have to go home <sighs> i I have low blood sugar oh and I just made up that I had low blood sugar I didn't have low blood sugar I, I don't even know how I knew what no one <laughs> in my family has low blood sugar and I I I she was like what 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 do you mean you have Like, obviously, we don't know what that means. And I was like, I got (laughs) to go to... I think I remember saying, like, I got to go to McDonald's. (laughs) What? Yeah, I made Uh up that I had low blood sugar and that, like, my mom had to come pick me up to take me to McDonald's to, like, and just so I could... Just so I could get out of the sleepover, I was so paranoid I couldn't. I what couldn't stay. What were you stay.
1: scared of? Just like being away from home?
0: I think being away from home, not being able to sleep, being stuck at some – I I didn't. It was my first. I think sense of like I this is out of my control. I don't like being in an area that's uh-huh. unfamiliar. Um, and I don't. I don't think I slept over. Yeah, it took me so long to actually be able to sleep over at people's houses. That was your first sleepover. Yeah. Still to this day, I, I really don't like any. I don't like sleeping outside of my own home. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But as an adult, it's a little different too, because I, I get like you've set up your life. Yes. And it's like, well, oh, I don't want to sleep outside my house. Yeah. But, but kids love sleepovers. Kids well, love sleepovers. Some kids, I guess that makes it, I feel like there's always a kid who's like, I want to go home, mom. Pick yeah, me that up. was
0: me. That was me. And I did that all throughout. Like, I remember, I think my junior prom or even senior prom, there was like a big post prom party, and we all like went to our friend's house and like drank and like slept over. And I remember at like 3 a.m. calling my mom being like, I got to go. You oh, really? Yeah.
1: Even as like an 18 year old. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's still. Yeah, was your mom happy about this? I feel like some moms are like, "Oh, good," I'm. She wants to come home, or was she like, "Get out there"? No, my mom was great. You know, my mom was always
0: like, "You can always calm. because with like drinking and stuff, she was like, "Never, never worry about call. Like, even if you've drank, that's okay. Like, call me. You won't be in trouble if you're if you feel like scared or you want to come home."
1: Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, no, my mom was
0: great. But uh, yeah,
1: God bless her. Oh. 3 a.m. waking up. Coming Aww. to pick me up. I know. I was not allowed to go to sleepovers for a while. Like I had a couple like family friends where the mom my mom like knew the parents like very well, like they went yes. to college together. And I was always allowed to have a sleepover with them. So we would love doing that. But I wasn't allowed at school, which now in hindsight I'm like, that's smart if you don't know the parents. Like you don't know. Totally. But I was so pissed because 'cause I'm like, all my friends are allowed, like everybody's going. And one time I was invited to a birthday party that was a sleepover and I said, I lied because my mom said, you can't go to the sleepover. And I said, can I just go to the party and then you can pick me up? And then um, she said, fine. So, but then I lied and told my friends that I was allowed to sleep over and, and I thought I would just figure it out (gasps) once I got there. We like went to the mall at one point and then uh, I even bought a shirt that my mom said I wasn't allowed to buy. Yeah, she was pretty strict. It was only like ten bu- bucks. Uh, it was I remember because it was a red spaghetti strap. Oh yeah. she was like you can't wear spaghetti straps. Uh, I think I was in sixth grade, seventh grade maybe. But and it said it had a Chinese word for a fortune on it, and I remember being like, oh well, I'll just like in my mind doing. St- like somersault's like oh i'll just say that it's like because it's chinese i it's thought chinese like, new year yes. and it's okay and she'll understand i'm just trying to like enjoy my culture yes <laughs> but then she showed up to pick us up we were watching a walk to remember oh in the middle God, of the movie no. and everyone was like well, your mom's here <laughs> and i was like oh i thought i was loud and i just like totally just made a scene and i was like can i stay Oh, it's God. Okay, now that you're here, you can meet her mom. And she <gasps> got so mad. Oh, of course. took me home, and I was like crying and upset the whole time. Oh, it's my so God. So embarrassing. But now in hindsight, I'm like, that was totally my fault
0: because <laughs> I just lied. No, but it's, it's yeah, but you were you wanted it so badly that it's like. I was like, I'll figure it if, out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. See, that's, I get that. I think, uh So for you, it was almost like the a opposite. sleepover. Was I like, wanted to You a wanted, sleepover. you couldn't have it, so it was like exciting. Yeah. Whereas for me, yeah was like, I, yeah, I, I just, just, all
1: I wanted was to just be a part of the cool kids. And Ugh. like, and then every time my mom would be like, like, would be like, you can do this, but like, she'd be like, you can go to the mall. Oh, but I'm going to follow you guys. I'm like, no.
0: No. Oh my oh, God. The worst. And I totally get it. Cause like, if I had a kid, I know I'm going to be crazy scared for them. And this,
1: the world is so <laughs> scary that I'm sure you're just like my baby. But at a certain point, well, this is why it's hard. It's like, I don't know what I would do because it's like, you have your value system that you want to uphold with your kids. But also, like, n- kind of remembering what it was like being a kid. Like, it's, it feels like it's like, make, like life or death if you're all your friends can do something and you can't. Totally. And so I do think there has to be a little bit of conversation. Like, obviously, you know, you want your kid to be safe, but th- it is like if everyone is doing a thing and you root sh- and you feel like your kid can't do it, I it's just so. It's tough because it really then it changes their whole f- like it r- like made me feel like an
0: outcast. Of course. And then you also, yeah, it's setting you up to, like, rebel or to mm-hmm. lie. To maybe or maybe lie, to, yeah, do yeah. drugs,
1: whatever. Right. The stuff that they're afraid of because then you're like, oh, well, I'll show them. I Because it's so easy for kids to get drugs. It's so easy, especially with the internet. It's so easy yeah. for kids to do anything. And most of them don't want to break the rules. Like, I think people who try to do that are trying to seek attention or trying to get out of it. Like, I'm talking about, like, extreme behavior, I think obviously. so. Yeah. And and uh, And that's what parents are afraid of. But I think a lot of them don't realize, like, when they put restrictions on them it's g- almost
0: feeding that yeah. urge more because I agree yeah my parents were always like cool with me drinking and so I was just like it never was that not that they were cool with me drinking but they were very well, they clear were that
1: understanding like, of yeah. like you're gonna do it anyway so let's do it educationally yeah
0: so I, it was never very I, I don't know exciting to me or enticing to me where did you grow up I grew up in Seekonk Mass right outside of Providence okay. Rhode Island yeah. So
1: most people were kind of drinking in high school.
0: Yeah, most people were drinking in high school, but I was a really serious track runner, so I like, <laughs> <laughs> we we were like we didn't really drink because of track.
1: Right, that makes sense. Yeah. I never did drugs because I because f- of dance.
0: Yeah, it, it's that's oh, it's I think it's really helpful activities and like groups yeah. or purpose, like yeah, because I don't know what I would have done with my idle mind, my idle like, right, you know, oh. Did yeah. you ever sneak out? I never snuck out, but I remember. I remember like I was dating this guy, and he was older than me, and I don't remember i think i d- I didn't like say exactly where I was going. I think I said I was hanging out with like my girlfriend who was uh, I danced with, and we were, got picked up by these guys, and we went to a parking
1: lot. and how much s- older? not like, still, in still, in, okay. still in high school
0: okay still in high school, maybe like two years older, and we went to a parking lot and started drinking, and then the cops came oh, man. and so I remember having to call my mom being like Hey, I know that we were just hanging out with Courtney, but now the cops are here. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Was oh, she God. mad? Yeah, I think <laughs> she was pretty mad. I think she was mad and like, but understanding. But I just remember, I I, I have so much like, I grew up in it, uh, Greek Orthodox and then I went to Catholic school my whole life. So I grew up with oh, so wow. much fucking guilt and shame that I think I put so much on myself that there wasn't even a lot to be mad at because I was so mad at myself. You know, I just remember being so like oh I just felt so guilty and so disappointed in myself and I really was never able to like let loose and have fun I was a very like self-hating like
1: I, oh. I yeah you know what I mean like so you had to go to confession because of c- catholics war? I
0: actually didn't because I was more greek orthodox so oh, okay. like I didn't participate I would just have to go sit and like I didn't get communion at catholic church I didn't do any of the sacraments oh, gotcha. of the catholic church because I was greek orthodox and oh. we don't have confession in greek orthodox you church have the guilt you still have the guilt, yeah. <laughs> so you don't get to get rid of it. That's oh, the Greek no. thing. It's like ah, hold on to that. You don't get to put that on the priest. Oh, yeah, that's God. yours. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the that's the Greek way. Yeah, Greek way is like you just as you get baptized as a kid, you're absolved of like all your sins. Oh, that's for what, once and for all. For once, it's a once and for all. It's, it's a like pre- a, preemptive. It's a preemptive. Yeah, you're good. It's kind of a nice easy pass. Oh, yeah, cool. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't really. I never really remember like my parents being mad i just remember feeling like fuck
1: i I shouldn't have done that and did it work like you didn't do that again
0: yeah i probably didn't do that again until yeah i didn't i didn't i'm i was very averse to like uh danger
1: yeah yeah i like to sneak out but Mm -hmm. it always scared me for sure um, but I I did it because I'd want to like I don't know I'd want to go to parties and stuff. But I never would like take a car like I would sneak out just for like an hour totally and just go to the playground when people were drinking and hang and they'd be like I gotta go and then like run home. Yeah, uh, still scary though it's for sure. Scary, still scary. For sure. Yeah. I didn't. Li- I never liked to lie. I still don't like to lie. Yeah, and it, it's like what you're saying. It's like you almost get put painted in a corner. As a kid, I, as an adult, I think you find out more ways to deal with. Like you can have a real conversation of like, "Hey, you're putting me in this position," totally. and blah blah blah. But as a kid, you can't do that because the power is different. Yes. So you are really like, oh, I guess I have to lie because I want this thing. I want
0: this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because as an adult, you're if you, you want can just be something, like, I want this
1: thing, and I and I feel that it's unfair that you aren't letting me have it. Can we have a conversation about yes, a way for us to both be happy?
0: Totally. Yeah, and even that's hard. I mean, even that is, <laughs> I feel I feel like, yeah, I'm still so averse to conflict that I'm more likely to just be like, yep, okay, that's the th- if that's the thing. Okay, we do that thing. So you're more likely
1: to just give up what you want for other people? Yes, yes, yes,
0: yes, yes, All the, always. Because if I do what I want at the cost of someone else, I won't even enjoy it anymore because my whole mind will be thinking about, like, this person doesn't want to be doing this thing.
1: But in a way, this sleepover story is a time when you actually stuc- stood up for your what you wanted. True. Because it was like this friend's birthday party and if you were putting them first you would have been like oh I'm gonna stay and have fun even though I don't want to be here but you you kind of like put your foot down I'm like I'm getting the fuck out of here yeah
0: true true um Yeah, it's funny that you see it that way. I think that you're right. In my head, I see it as like I shouldn't have. I knew I didn't want to even go, but instead, I I do you know what I mean? But instead, or I knew I didn't want to sleep over, but instead, I was too scared of saying no to a sleepover. So instead, I'd like do it and then panic halfway through and be like,
1: Oh, I gotta get back home. You know? Has anything like that happened as an adult where you kind of like, Oh, I've gone too far in this thing I clearly didn't want to do? Oh God, yes, every day.
0: (laughs) Okay, what are we? Why are we doing comedy? How do I get this far? I'm in L. A. Yeah, no, I think that that. That happens a lot. You know. I you didn't part, want to move to L.A.? No, I did. I Actually, that's the one thing. That's why I feel at peace here. I wanted to move to L.A. since I was in high school. This was like – this has been my – since I was in high school, I wanted – I didn't want to go to college. I wanted to just move to L.A. and be an actress. So I feel very at peace with this – I just feel like this is the one decision where I have no doubt in my mind. But, yeah, it took me a while to get here. You know, when I first graduated college, I did a consulting job. I was like a financial oh, wow. consultant.
1: Really? What did yes. you study?
0: I studied psychology. But I went to a liberal arts school and, like, all those schools – it doesn't matter what you study; you just get flooded by like banks. It's so weird. Wow. It's that's why banks are so fucked. They just go to these schools and they're oh like, "You studied psychology, whatever."
1: That's crazy. I got recruited by <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, "No, yeah." <laughs> like it's just what a what a way to strike your ego down. You're like, "I'm about to graduate," and then like <laughs> you get a, your first recruiting <laughs> message from Aeropostal, and I'm like, "No, no, <laughs> this is not what I went to art school for." That's so. Oh God. <laughs> We want
0: to revamp the, you know, what is it? at that? least what?
1: wait for like six months until people are, like, when people are like, okay, I didn't get the job I wanted. That's when those companies should come in hot. And you're then, so then you'll be right. like, what a lifesaver. They should be yes. like, we really want you. And you'd be like, thank God someone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but off the bat, I was uh, determined to be like, give me a shot. Like, I've even tried to look for a job and you're trying to put me in retail. Like oh my
0: God, <laughs> totally. And era, it's not even retail, it's air You know, it's like, <laughs> If like J. Crew came for you or Ugh. something, but Arrow, the three monkeys, wasn't <laughs> it? Like the, all their sweatshirts look the same. All yeah, their clothes are essentially the same. Yeah, with like a little bit of like hot topic. Like they have oh, yeah, like
1: little a little bit limited, like a little
0: bit of limited, uh, like Hot Topic like they little a little bit limited two. a, post-team, a post-team yeah, limited
1: yeah. did you Yeah an limited
0: gender oh I loved limited
1: to a <gasps> that was another thing I was for a while not allowed to uh, yeah. stop at because all the and I don't know why maybe because it was expensive and yeah I think it was so expensive but it was like actually looking back like the perfect brand for that age range like yes. it was not over sexual no it was super like the colors everything spoke like playful preteen like, yes and f- and popular girls wore it so it's like great like they look their age yep and they look cool for their age and that's perfect I know but somehow I wasn't allowed but it was so expensive it that was, was the trick it was very expensive yeah. yeah maybe that's why it was cool and eventually my mom would let me go uh shop there and and it's funny because I always re- in my memory think of it as this like point of contention where she didn't let me go but yes. recently I had a conversation with her and she was like what was that store that that was so great you guys loved it and I was like oh that's so funny that she remembers it that way yes that she she like liked shopping with us she remembers as a time we would go shopping together and I, we loved it and she loved it and whereas I was like, you're like yeah that was my I thought it was a whole deal convincing her to let us go there <laughs> I know. No, I do.
0: Yeah, I think it was just so expensive, and it was like, remember they would send those catalogs? Yeah. <gasps> I remember when the catalog came in. Was just like you wanted everything from the catalog. Yeah. Yeah. I and would like
1: fantasize about being like a model for limited. Me two. I'm too. Like, everyone will see me. <laughs>
0: oh my god! Actually, I remember. Uh, just you saying that, I remember <laughs> seeing those models and uh You know, body stuff is so fucked. It's like, I remember seeing those models and feeling fat. I remember it. Yes.
1: As a kid? As a
0: kid. I remember seeing... I just remember they were like, had bathing suits, like bikinis. And I remember being like, oh man, I wish... It's this very weird thing, but the stomach would like have, like, flat rolls. Oh, Does yeah. that make sense? Like, it would, like, when you bend, it's, like, it's oh, kind of bent, but it's not, not it's okay. just skin almost, and I remember being like, oh, that's not what I look like even at
1: all. Oh, I no. I know, isn't that Yeah. And you, do you. I feel like you've talked about this on pod, your podcast. Yeah. You've, st- you've dealt with eating disorders. Yes,
0: I'm in, yeah, I'm in recovery for anorexia, and I just, yeah, I think... It's sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know when it started, but then you think of things, you're like, oh, it's, it's specific. like, it's yeah, it's so it's hard. Always There's like triggers
1: all around that you don't realize until you're older. I never. I was lucky. I never dealt with anything like that. But my twin sister did, and she's sort of like, and it was weird because it was like a thing where um, no. my I don't think anyone in the family took it seriously. Totally. And and to the point where I think I don't even know if they really are fully aware. But she was like losing hair yes. and like. And then my mom even took her to the hospital or to the doctor to talk about birth control because they thought it was an estrogen thing. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, something's not right. I just feel like it's not just, and like she was really concerned about her weight. But,
0: yeah, but it's yeah. A really, yes, it's something I think that people don't like admitting to or especially parents because it feels like a... Uh, I think diseases that you can't that seemingly you can't control. It's like those are okay, but once it's something that it feels like maybe it was their fault or maybe it was something that, yeah. that it's easier to be like, no, no, no. This has to be something hormonal. Something has because if it's an eating yeah. disorder,
1: then like we're all complicit in a way. And so I think it's like something that. Well, and here's okay. This is a controversial opinion, but I uh, and most people won't agree with me, but I. Sometimes it is their fault. And I don't mean it like, don't sit with the guilt. Because I don't know, sometimes my mom almost to this. <laughs> Things are fine. We've made it through. And yes. now it's okay. Nobody should go back and feel guilty no. uh, because everybody's doing their best. And I totally yes. believe that my parents did the best they could. So I don't think they were, there's no malicious intent. Totally. But I also think it's a huge oversight because we're always so like trying to be careful about people's feelings that we're always like, it's not your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. It's like, well, I think for the future, f- going forward for other parents, there's definitely things we can learn from kids who, because uh, yeah. I was depressed and like it it came out in different ways. Like my sister was probably coping with uh, her eating disorder or coping with the situation and trying to have control yes. using an eating disorder. Meanwhile, I was like doing self-harm. So it's like we it came out in different ways. Totally. But 100% like the hou- house we lived in affected uh-huh. that. And so it's like, I don't know. I don't want to be like, it's not your fault. I'm like, it kind of was your fault. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think there's, like, so many. Like, I think growing up is hard, period. Like, yeah. I think your environment matters. I think your genetics matter. Like, it's all, it's a perfect storm of things. So I don't think it's ever, like, one sure. thing. There's never one thing. But, yeah, there's certainly, yeah.
1: I do think parents have such an influence, though. And I think it's a matter of, like, how do we move on? Like as yeah. like talking about recovery. It's like not ho- not holding on to any anger is healthy. Like yes. I like, don't hold on to it. Like I don't blame anybody. But I do think uh, when I go back and like objectively look at things, I'm like, oh, there's certain factors that for sure made me feel like I didn't have control in my own home, and that's why I wanted to have control in other ways, and of it course. came out this way or whatever. Of
0: course, yes, totally. Cause I used to like b- sort of blame like my college and then recently I'm like, no, that was like one piece of this big puzzle mm-hmm. that like, yeah, sure. That probably didn't help. But maybe if I had been somewhere else and all this circumstances were the same, I still would have. Yeah.
1: Right. Well and then at the end of the day, it's like this way you have to work on yourself is yes. cause it's like all the things you're lacking, like that you feel like other people can fix for you. It's actually all within. So <sighs> sure. We may start with a different, you know, st- a starter kit. Like some people don't. Ha- maybe aren't triggered growing up so then maybe they never it never comes out this way and that's good that's fine like there's no anger there but also if you do it doesn't mean you have to be damaged you can just figure out like okay well what's a better way to cope and Ugh. and with what i have like w- with all the circumstances i was given how can i be my best self and yes. uh and deal with it like yes. you know, in an ideal world we don't have to deal with anything but you know obviously we know that's not the case so oh my
0: god Yeah, I think that's so it that we have all the tools we need, and it takes Mm -hmm. you a while to learn that. And like now that we're older, we can learn that. Because, yeah, it's anytime I try to blame something or a situation, it's usually like just I just don't want to deal with it on my own. Because really, it's never any if you're fully at peace with yourself and in tune with yourself, then it's no one's Well, yeah, little things are people's fault, but in general, maybe I shouldn't have used
1: the word fault because I don't mean it because I think that implies blame, and I I don't mean it in blame. But I guess what I want to say is like it's the whole idea of like you couldn't have done anything differently. That right. is like not true. Right. There could have been a different way that things would have happened. Totally. Had s- things, whatever. Had people acted differently. But once you're where you are, there's uh, no. You, yeah. Don't yeah. look back. Totally.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: I used to spend a lot of time because I did used to blame my mom a lot, and I used to spend a lot of time just kind of like, look, like looking for love in other ways, yes. you know, and just trying to be like trying to get what I didn't get but now I'm like oh I am the one that can love myself and so it's you know, so cheesy and so LA I would never have said this in New York <laughs> but it's true I'm like I love myself and I make myself feel whole and in and out in relationships doesn't matter because at the end of the day it's like I that thing I'm looking for will not be I will not be found outside wow. of me wow
0: you know it's I really am so glad you said that my so my dad <laughs> passed away like three years ago oh, and sorry. I think I've come to LA I when he died I feel I just like flooded my life with mm-hmm. things that could maybe fill this hole of love and life that he left and like the more I peel back the layers it's true the more I'm just like oh no this is nothing's gonna nothing's gonna fill every if I'm looking to fill this hole everything's gonna disappoint I'm never gonna be yeah. happy because everything's gonna mm-hmm. disappoint and really, everything I need,
1: I have. Yeah, and, yeah. And then, and, and that love is with you. His totally. love is there, and I mean, it is very sad to grieve a family member, but I think that love that they gave you is always there. And it's not this. It, it, it's not a whole. It's like they're with you, and and uh, and then you you also love yourself so yes. I, it's, it's it's okay to be sad but I think it's like f- thinking of it as like I gotta fill it is that's what we I gotta fill it fill it yeah trap. fill it yeah. I,
0: especially ooh, I was just in New York in this career it was just a lot of like filling or yeah yeah, yeah. and it's scary to empty and then be like oh, I'm still well you don't okay. want it to be
1: still it's very yes. scary, scary to it's be scary.
0: still it's scary to be still and to have that yeah to expose that hole or whatnot whereas it's easier to just fill it and be so Yeah, and I, but it's so dangerous to do that because then it's still in there and then you've filled it and so then there's nowhere for it to go and then you can... That's when I was getting panic attacks all the time in New York Mm -hmm. because I had just filled it up too much. Right. Yeah, here it's like, okay, I'm feeling that and it has somewhere to go and so it can exhale and cry or whatever it is but if you feel the hole too much then you're like do you ever do self
1: parenting do you know what that is no is something my therapist told me that i would do is she's like because a big thing that i was working on was just like trying to find the love that i i didn't feel like i got as a kid and she's like you self-parent as an adult and you you give yourself the love and you literally talk to yourself as a kid where you'd be like you know, if you're feeling that anxiety, you can literally talk yourself down as a mom. Ugh. You can be like, Teresa, it's going to be okay. Like, And you can like rub, literally like rub your own bag and be like, Teresa, it's fine. Uh, you know, you have a lot on your plate. Just breathe and just talk Ugh. to yourself. And it works so well because you're kind of at the same time, you're hearing it, which helps. But also, you're giving it and uh, you're kind of like almost rewriting what you yes. wish you could have gotten. Wow. It's super cool. It's worked really well for me. Um, And it also just voicing it makes me realize like, oh, this is what I wanted that I didn't have. So now I have it. Now I have it. And I'm giving it to myself, which is great. Totally. And if you're giving it to yourself, no one can take it
0: away, which is also helpful. Mm Because, you know, if if you fill it with like a job or a success or something, that's scary. Because then it's like if this is the thing that's filling it, what happens when – yeah. This is gone, you know, whereas if you're just giving it to yourself, then it's like, OK, I can always have this at the end of the day. This is.
1: Yeah, that's true. Do you uh, do you ever feel like what are your thoughts about the afterlife? Do you ever like do you believe in it? Or?
0: Oh, yes. Very much so. I mean, again, went to Catholic school and uh-huh. Greek Orthodox. So I I, I, I um, see my dad. Oh, God, I will cry. But I, I, I believe that there is no way we just disappear where everyone there's just no way. Right. We don't. We don't. My dad was in a coma for seven days, and so like I was, you know, sitting with him, and he was like there, right? He Uh was right there, so that's the same thing. It's just his body's not there. there. It's just it's very to me. I'm like, oh, the body is just holding the person, and so the person's inside the body. So even if the body's gone, the person is there. It's just I don't believe in uh, any. I don't think any any one religion is right because Mm -hmm. then. That would make a lot of religions wrong. That'd be crazy to just get it. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. That would be a a bummer for so many people if mine was right.
1: (laughs) That's true. It's like if you ask – if you have, like, a random person behind a curtain and you ask an audience to be like, everyone describe what you think the person looks like. And everybody tries, like – some people might get close but k- nobody's going to get the exact yeah. person right like that's insane. It's insane. There's no way.
0: <laughs> but we can all say, "Oh, there's a person behind the curtain." We yeah. all believe there's a person behind the curtain, right? Yeah. So the specifics I'm not too fuzz I'm not too like
1: uh,
0: I don't care about them, I guess, cuz I don't really
1: yeah, I, don't I like the idea of thinking that they're there. It's weird because the last couple of weeks I've been feeling like my brother passed away, and I like kind of felt <sighs> like he moved on. But this like last couple of weeks, and I don't know if it's just because I'm busy moving or whatever, but I've been like feeling his presence more, and it's the kind of thing where I'm like, oh, I do wonder if that's a real. Thi-. It doesn't matter if it's real or not, it's, right? But but it has felt like oh, he's he's like around, and I'm, I don't know if it's like the holidays or what, but I'm, I'm like, sure it's oh, really it. nice like to feel that way. But yeah, uh,
0: I'm really sure of it because it. I've, I've, I find that my dad is there when I... When I you f- need him? Yes, or when I'm like, am I doing the right thing? Like that, mm. I feel like I make the decision for myself, and then I say, oh shit, is this right? I'm fucking scared, is this right? And then he's there. I feel like he doesn't necessarily guide me yeah. to my decisions, but whenever I make one and I'm scared, I feel that he's there to be like,
1: you're okay. He's like watching it. Yeah. Um, I had a friend who, uh, he said he sees ghosts, and he and his whole family has a history, and they're from Taiwan, so there's a lot more ghost lore there. But he would see, he started seeing his grandpa in his dream before he he never met him. Wow. And so he described it to his parents, and they're like, oh, that's your grandpa. And he, uh, on certain important dates, his grandpa would come visit yes. him in his dreams. Like on his graduation day, his grandpa showed up. I'm sure of it. Which I was like, oh, that's so interesting. And whether or not it's totally, like, it might not be like what we think like a full on ghost, but there's some energy, you yes. know, of like, a memory or something um, that's stayed clearly yes. passed on to the next generation, even though he never knew him well. Totally, and he sees him. When, yes, you know, and that's cool. Yeah, uh, how would your brother pass away? Um, he committed suicide. He, uh. he had depression. Mm. Yeah, it was it was sad. It was like three years ago, so mm. and it was around this time. So I, I some of, part of me is like, oh, maybe I feel it because it's like uh, the mm-hmm. whatever time memory. But, but it's also been a an, an more positive feeling now. Like yes. two years ago, I think I would, it was a lot more sad. But now yeah. it's a lot more like, oh, it's nice. To, like the holidays, I was uh, thinking about gifts for my family, and every time I was making a list, I kept uh, like uh, thinking, oh, what should I get Harry? I was like, oh yeah, he's not around, but yeah. but it was like a nice feeling of like, oh yeah, like he's still, he's still in my mind, which yeah. I like a lot. So yeah, because I don't want to forget him, you know.
0: I know, and I think that even subconsciously, our bodies like my dad died in October, and I October is like a it's the disaster for mm-hmm. me, and it's like even if I'm not thinking about it, I think our bodies almost know like this is yeah. this is a yeah. It's like our bodies know stuff before our minds do, and it's yeah. I think, oh, and the holidays in general. Yeah. I think the three year mark feels pretty like we have accepted it maybe. And so yeah. there's something once you accept, then it's like, okay, then we can
1: Well that's what we're talking about, like having never looking back and just being able to move on. Because yeah. the truth is like you will move on if you're alive. Because yeah. you have to, you have you're to. gonna breathe, you're gonna do whatever. Your quality of life may be different depending on how you cope. Like you could you could just decide not to accept and have a shitty life and yeah. you know, turn to drugs and alcohol or whatever. And that's you know, but even of, that, you will probably hit a. But you're still alive, yeah, yeah. And you will moment. hit a moment where mm-hmm. it's either, yeah. Uh, to go on, you have to go through. You have to, yeah. And so, whenever people say things like "everything's gonna be okay," I'm like, "Well, that's it's not totally true because yes. I would say it's not okay after a certain point. You know, yes. if once people have died, it feels like it's not okay. But, but what they really mean is like you will go on, like yes. you you will. You're just gonna keep going. And so, the best way to move on faster is to figure out what you need now, and then just be like let's go let's just do it let's keep going and, and yes will be fine
0: <laughs> and knowing what you need now is nice too i think that happens mm-hmm. once you have a big death you just stop thinking about the future as much and you're like mm-hmm. okay i just have to do what works for me this week and that's mm-hmm. like and then what works for me next because it's yeah you kind of go into a panic mode of sorts of like i can't cope so. so then you end up rebuilding your life kind of i feel like yeah my life before my dad died i don't even remember it
1: i don't right even, it's a new i mean I,
0: I moved too so I moved, moved about three too. years
1: ago so yeah, I think t- it it is healthy to start new memories and, yes. th- and start fresh. So yeah, yeah. Well, I'm so glad you shared that. I feel like it was uh, yes, w- we were very emotional and and very uh, open. So yes, um, I'm so
0: glad. And because I'm sure a lot <laughs> of people are dealing with this during the holidays. Yeah. And so just to know that it it does, even if it doesn't get better, it gets more bearable. Yeah. And it, it doesn't it feel just as hard. It goes. It, it keeps goes. going. So. Yes.
1: Um, I have a quick game. Oh, great. This is a quick, easy one. Um, it's just uh, because you moved from New York, I was like, okay, this is not buy. It's just good. I'll give you two options. You're going to pick which ones. Pick a side. There's no. Okay, great. Kind of like a would you rather with things. Great. So the first one is New York or L.A. Wow. <laughs> oh, they both hold such. Uh, ugh. Well, in the moment, I'm, I'm choosing L.A. We can't look
0: back. Yeah, we can't look yeah. back. We We're can't here. look
1: back. Good answer. Yes. Okay. Pancakes or waffles?
0: Oh, uh, in recovery for anorexia. What are either oh, of those things? Oh, no. Protein bars? Uh, <laughs> no, Breakfast no. foods? I don't know. Uh, shoe, uh, sneakers sh- or... <coughs> oh. No, pancakes <laughs> or waffles? Uh, waffles. Pancakes, to me, I'm bored. They're boring. Waffles, mm-hmm. they have a little texture. They can hold their little maple syrup. Yes, waffles. Nice. Structure. Structure, mm-hmm. yes.
1: Okay, dogs or cats?
0: Dogs. <laughs> I may, my friend has a dog, and now I'm a huge dog person. Aww. yes.
1: I almost brought my dog, but I didn't. Oh,
0: your dog's great, too. Oh, yeah. He came to a writer's meeting. (gasps) Yes, (laughs)
1: your dog's great, too. Yeah, yeah. Dog, dog, dog. Okay, okay. Would you rather be smart, hot, or rich?
0: Oh, my God. I'd be any of those things: <laughs> smart, hot, or like rich. You already
1: are, but like, you have to pick one out of the three, like, to be in. Oh my God, smart! Cool, cool, cool. Okay, now same question, but the person you're dating. Rich. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Dumb, <laughs> dumb, and That's rich. That's what a smart person would say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
0: Marvel or DC? Um, don't care about either. Okay. Yep. Uh, Harry Potter
1: books or the movie?
0: Didn't read the books. Go with them. I'll go with the movie. Oh, okay. Cool.
1: Cool. Cool. Yes. Improver stand up. Stand up. All right. That's it. Yay! You passed the game. I passed the game. <laughs> Where can people find you, Alyssa?
0: I am on social media twenty four seven at Alyssa Limp. A
1: l y s s a l i m p. Yeah, follow her. She had a really funny video of you doing it was like the girl uh, the girl who can't tell a story. I love that a lot. <laughs> she has a lot of character videos on Twitter. Thanks. Um, you can fi- follow this podcast on Instagram at tell me anything pod or on Patreon, patreon.com slash tell me anything pod. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.